Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. I've done a lot of interviews with people who've had a frightening childhood, which has led them into destructive behaviours later in life. So when I came across Leah, who had an amazing upbringing with loving, caring parents, I wanted her to share what went wrong in her life to spiral downwards so quickly in her teens. So Leah, share a bit about how good life was for you as a kid growing up and with your parents being so positive in that. Yeah, it was it was amazing. My parents uh, were a hippie and a surfy, but they, they came to know Jesus in their early adult years and uh, instilled that in, a, in us at a really young age. So incredibly loving and generous and, you know, did everything that they could to make sure we had an amazing life growing up. Yeah, what, what's um, a great memory that you have, a specific memory? Um, I think uh, there's a few, really, like playing backyard cricket with my dad and just having amazing one-on-one time with my parents, just always lots of fun and laughter. And I think another great memory was, was doing church with them and, and seeing them uh, really in love with Jesus and, and worshipping him freely. That was amazing. So then what I guess a lot of people would be wondering is how can uh, a child who had such a wonderful upbringing go into a position where their life spirals downward so dramatically? What mm. happened? What happened at that point? Uh, I think for me, growing up in a really small community, uh, there wasn't many Christian friends. And I think, like most young teenagers, I was really struggling with my identity and really longing for friendship and acceptance from my peers. And so for me, it was a real gradual decline in uh, compromising on, on the things that I really did hold dear as a value. So, you know, it started off with drinking alcohol or kissing boys when I shouldn't and um, then looking at, you know, taking drugs and drinking more and um, having sex with these people just so I could, you know, continue to feel that love and acceptance from my peers. When did that start? Um, It started probably in year eight, so I was about 14. Um, And then, and it was just small things then, so, you know, taking alcohol to school so I would look cool or, you know, kissing a boy because I knew that would make me look good. and then it really sort of ramped up probably in my uh, start of my uni years. So I was 19 and that was when I really went the whole hog and, you know, started getting really heavily involved in drugs and alcohol and, yeah, it was, it was pretty full on. Where did it lead you? Yeah, so there was one point when I was in second year university and I remember very clearly sitting on my bed and remembering the life that I'd had with my family uh, that, to me, was just marked with peace. It was just an incredibly happy and peaceful life. And <clears throat> here I was, you know, doing all these things that I was hoping would gain me acceptance, but instead I was feeling incredibly empty and anxious and uh, not enjoying where I was at. And, um, yeah, I felt very clearly that night as I sat in my bed that God spoke to my heart and he said, you need to get away from these people, um, move away so that you're not tempted to keep, you know, striving for their acceptance. And I felt very clearly that he told me to move to Queensland. So that's what I did. So what happened then? So then I, amazingly, everything fell into place. I got my degree transferred and a job and somewhere to live. And I met um, a, a new friend up in Queensland who invited me along to church. And walking through those doors was incredibly hard <laughs> the first time. Um, but it was amazing. It was like God handpicked that church family for me and um, through some, you know, an amazing new community of friends who 
I didn't have to strive for acceptance through doing drugs and alcohol and sex. But I could just be me and be accepted for who I was and, and flourish in a really great way whilst there. And that was at Southport Church of Christ up on the Gold Coast. That must have given you such an incredible peace. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing, yeah. Being able to re-enter that relationship with Jesus, knowing that he would take me no matter what I'd done or who I'd been. And yeah, it was, it was like shedding an old coat and just being brand new again. It was fabulous. And to have friends where you don't have to strive to be accepted, where you are accepted just as you are. It was wonderful. It was amazing and continues to be amazing that, you know, I can find that kind of friendship and acceptance. Yes, definitely through friends, but now even more so through Jesus. And I'm blown away by what you do now for a career. Tell us a bit about that. I'm incredibly lucky. I think I have the best job in the world. Um, I get to talk to kids in schools um, about Jesus and about my story and, and how that, you know, what that journey looked like going from a Christian family to making poor choices and then coming back to Jesus again. Um, and I also get to uh, run drop-in centres all around, all through Victoria and also a couple in New South Wales and sometimes in South Australia, depending when we can. Wow. And it's amazing. We can run these drop-in centres and create a space for these young kids to come in and be loved and accepted just as they are. They can come just as they are. And what is the one message that you give to those children who are struggling to be accepted the way you were? I would love to say to them that Jesus sees them and loves them just as they are. And they, they don't have to strive for his love because he loves them already. Wow. That's Leah's story. She now works for Youth Dimension and you can contact her through our website, salvos.org.au forward slash radio.